that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, then a bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and lend our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk in the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk in the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk in the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk, talk, talk in the tavern. The song's over. Here we Welcome to Talk of the Tavern, everyone. I'm Travis Sivart, <clears throat> incredible author, is what people tell me. I'm, you know, Check out the books. My Vices Tonight in the Tavern is an incredible tobacco from Cornell and Deal, autumn evening. I've got my pint glass with Talk of the Tavern on it and a bourbon in a separate glass from New Orleans. And uh, oh my God, I'm looking forward to this topic. Andrea, what are your vices? What do you got? Show it to us, baby. Well, tonight, I got some Japanese candy. Ooh. And it came with a sticker. Ooh. And I have my tea. Nice. Um, it's not quite warm anymore. What kind of tea? So, cinnamon. Nice. <sighs> Yummy. So, what about you, Rachel? What's your vices? That's what used to be ice water until the ice melted. And a Nutri-Grain bar, because I'm uninteresting. What, <laughs> what about like, you, Ed? What, what, wait, what flavor Nutri-Grain bar? Strawberry. Okay, okay, it's good stuff. Wait, what flavor of water? <laughs> <laughs> White Rhino. <laughs> Ed, what about you? What's your bite tonight? Hey folks, Ed Summers here. Um, buy Travis's books, damn it. My vices tonight are uh, from the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, Bull Rock Apple Cider. Yum, yum, yum. Nice. And we've had a few people here throw their vices in the chat. Apparently there's boobs. Mouse, congratulations on teeny nipples. Wonderful there. And Bree mm. says, Diet Coke for me and water. Mouse has iced coffee. <clears throat> and our topic tonight is, well, let's do an opening toast first. <sighs> it's autumn. And there's so many things that come with autumn, such as <laughs> Tiny Mouse says, teeny nipples for Tiny Mouse. <laughs> I came with autumn once. It was great. <laughs> Anyhow, here. uh, yeah, here's to coming with autumn. There we go. So let's talk about the things of autumn. The, the things that come with this season, which are dark booming castles like young frankenstein um pumpkin spice and going to places like hot topic and spencer's for cool things well all year round but also and it's a birthday month for brie and rachel by the way probably when this episode airs it'll be right around rachel's birthday <clears throat> sex toys what yeah, that's the only thing I've ever known Spencer's to have. They actually sell other stuff. They have mugs and t-shirts, too. <laughs> oh, okay. With sex toys on them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, that's like the first 40 feet you go through in the store before you get to the sex toys. Oh, I, I never noticed. That's where the teenagers stand and titter as they stare at the back of the store. <laughs> uh -huh. 
<laughs> so, oh, uh, where do we want to start? Castles, pumpkin spice, or do we want to just talk about how Hot Topic and Spencer's has changed? It was this cool retro culture thing for so long. Where do we want to go, Rachel? You're the guest. Yep. I mean, you guys are enjoying autumn more than I am because here in Southern California, <laughs> it's still 87 degrees and it is presently 5:30. So that's true. That's true. So, do you get an autumn? We get uh, what's kind of equivalent to autumn for maybe a week and a half, and then it's just winter, which it drops like 40 degrees. Like it saw a state trooper or like highway patrol or something. Like going from 80 to 40. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, where do we go, Andrea? Where do we go with this? We've got so many still things. Wearing hmm? We're still wearing flip flops. But we're still wearing flip flops. There's still toes exposed <laughs> for those that want pictures. Yeah. Send request to talk at the tavern show at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dying trees. They have pretty colors. Yeah. I saw a quote recently, and I'm going to put it up as one of my live stream topic things when I'm just goofing off. And actually, there's two quotes. One is by Jim Bishop. Autumn carries more gold in its pockets than all the other seasons. And the other quote comes, oh. yeah, isn't that pretty? Autumn yeah. carries more gold in its pockets than all the other seasons. And then Sarah Addison oh, Allen said, it looked like the world was covered in a cobbler crust of brown sugar and cinnamon. And that's just... Are we in a giant oven? Now we're back on top of the food. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's autumn food. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> what autumn foods do you go for? Do you change your meal planning because andrea and i we go into soups and stews and chilies oh, yeah. at this time of year yeah, yeah warm warm oh. foods forget the sandwiches and burgers something to warm up the tummy yeah i'm the same way it's like the weather's <laughs> cooling down and you just have like this ness and this want for comfort so there's you know baking going on but also you want you know a nice hot meal without a lot of effort so a stew is really really nice mm -hmm. and then it's just like Cuddle up with some cocoa by the fireplace. Mm. I don't have heating, but I do have three fireplaces. So, well, that's heating. That's heating. And you, okay? Yeah. You're. Can you have fireplaces in California? Southern California. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's only an oven here for like six months out of the year. The rest, it's like kind of pleasant or just like dry and cold. Okay. As he says, dry and cold. Is that better than wet and cold? Would you rather have the snow and stuff? Here, here's a strange thing. is oh. Not this past summer, but the summer before, I had taken a four-day siesta, really. Just going through the Sierra Nevadas. Like, mm. just my little vacation, my little reward to myself. Because I hadn't gone on vacation like, freaking eight years. And I was like, I'm going to just take four days off and just go through Sequoia, go through Yosemite, and just, like, hit Lake Tahoe and come back home. As I was going through Yosemite, I'd gone through Inyo Forest, which really I just wanted to go there because I want to say I'm Inyo Forest. <laughs> but at one of the peaks of this mountain was just a sheet of ice. 
And it's the middle of July. I couldn't. I pulled over and stared at this ice standing defiantly facing the sun. I probably stood there for like 20 minutes, just like, but why? We had global warming. Why? <laughs> what did the ice say? I guess it just said, you're not my real mom. You can't tell me what to do. Like, something like that. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. It was really far away, hard to hear it. There you go. It was a whisper on the wind. <laughs> so, yeah. I love pumpkin pie. I love mm. pumpkin pie. But, I've complained about this before, pumpkin spice flavor mm. originally was a pumpkin pie flavor. It had nutmeg and cinnamon and maybe a hint of ginger here and there. And it's not that anymore it's this weird syrupy sugary chemically flavored thing andrea made this pumpkin bread so moist so incredible and i love that and i'd rather have that than pretty much anything out on the market that's pumpkin spice because it had pumpkin and it had spices <sighs> yeah it was like pumpkin spice for realsies yeah. And Maria says, I don't like the pumpkin flavor. Pie, juice, coffee, beer. Not a fan. Yeah, it's kind of like when they were putting bacon in everything, right? Yeah, I, w I was just sitting here thinking that same thing. I yeah. love bacon. But then they started putting, putting bacon in everything. And I think we even talked about it here on the show. We have. Maybe off air. I'm not sure. About pumpkin. Pumpkin spice was good mm. back in the day. It was. Now, I don't know what this. I'm blaming you. in everything. I mean, like pumpkin spice tampons. Have you seen it? No, no. I have no. not seen pumpkin spice tampons. Oh, you... Okay, what? Okay, look. People I... will buy anything. What? What? What are they? Are they so like? I, I didn't buy them. Oh, by the way, uh, Mouse says, I always will make my pumpkin pie with the canned pumpkin and not the canned pumpkin pie mix. And it's a fair, mm -hmm. fair discernment because yeah. there's nothing wrong with buying pre-made canned stuff. Um, and Bree says, you know, I, I tried. Say it again. I'm saying that can does save on a lot of time. It does. It does. And with some recipes I have found, it's just. The flavor difference isn't that much significant to do it all from scratch. Other things, it's worth doing from scratch. So mm -hmm. it, it depends on what you're working with. Bree says, you know, I tried this chai tea like 10 years ago, 10 more or more years ago, and it tasted like the way you described it, Travis, with the marshmallow, pumpkin spice, and all that flavor. And it's true. Mm -hmm. It was way better back then for pumpkin spice flavor in drinks. Mm -hmm. So try making something from scratch. Um, and when you make your hot cocoa, throw a dash of nutmeg and cinnamon mm. into it. Mm. Um, just Don't a dash. Yeah. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we, we've got so much out there that they're just like, Hey, people like this. Let's just throw that imitation in there. And put it on everything, you know? And Brie, by the but way, Brie, also be, go ahead. That might be the, the reason is that it was so good that 
they just couldn't meet demand, so they started taking shortcuts and just like slowly passed it off as, oh no, this is this is what you want. Right. And over time, you just don't remember that it was delicious. Now it's just seasonal. I'll tell you what. You... December is coming, and with with December comes gingerbread everything, and it does not taste like gingerbread. No. And if no. you go and get a milkshake from McDonald's versus, forgive me those that are still upset about this, but Chick-fil-A, there's a huge flavor difference between these things. Mm-hmm. A couple more comments. Well, and also, uh-huh. McDonald's ice cream machine is always broken, so you can never get it anyway. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> you know, I keep hearing that, but every McDonald's in my area always has their ice cream machine working. I've never run into a McDonald's and the ice cream machine is broken. You say that now, tell us in a week. You'll be like, fuckers, guess what? <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> gonna, you know what? I'm going to make my mission now. Every time I pass by McDonald's, I'm just going to stop, walk in, and ask if their ice cream machine is working. I'm not even going to buy anything. I'm just going to ask. You should record that on your phone. That's your next TikTok. <laughs> yeah, because what I found is out here where we're at is a small place. Mm-hmm. It always works. But when we go to like one of the bigger cities or a higher, you know, more populated area, it's broke. Uh, okay. Maybe that'll be like a summer vlog thing. Is just go through every McDonald's I can possibly find within a day's yeah. drive, and just check off and try and assess like why are they broken? Because well, sunnups, clearly not because I want ice cream in because summer. Because McDonald's got called on how like unsanitary their ice cream machines and frappe machines were. And because of that, they've got to clean them like three times a day and nobody wants to do it that works there. I'm like, I'm being paid no matter what. I don't fucking care. You want me to clean the ice cream machine? Here I go. Um, if I can is read it. Like, is this like that, that trend that's going on, the quiet quitting or after wage? Like I heard about that yesterday where it's like they don't want to do the extra. They're just like doing bare minimum to get the paycheck. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. I can't. What? No, that seems like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you go into your workspace doing the bare minimum to be miserable? Like, if you're right. doing a job, I would think, maybe I'm just weird, but I would think that, like, if you're doing a job, you want to, you know, climb up the ladder and, like, better yourself and prove that I can do this, I can, you know, elevate myself, I can do better and get more of what I want if I just put in this effort. I mean, that's how I was raised, but maybe I'm just like a weirdo now. Well, here's my thought. I don't keep it. When it comes to stuff like that, even if I'm going for the the low-entry job to make the holidays or make ends meet or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm being paid to be there. I don't care Amen. what I'm doing. Matter of fact, often I've told my managers, hey, give me the worst job. What do people hate doing? Give that to me. I'll fucking do it. I don't care. And they're like, do you want to be management? I'm like, no, because I'm not stupid. Sorry, manager. But, you know, managers are just screwed. How's that new job position going, Ed? Anyhow. When he's like, any job, give me the one nobody likes. Don't say that on the porn set. I've got to read some comments here, guys. i got to read some comments here. Um... Deanie Mouse is now making homemade pumpkin spice. Maria says, I think the whole pumpkin spice, everything is overhyped. Even if I did like the flavor, seeing everything pumpkin 
turns me off of it. McDonald's ice I cream machine. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. If it, if it gets I, too mainstream in your face, it gets. Mm. Yeah. What Rachel? Except for sex. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of confusion over quiet quitting, by the way. And Maria says, for the job thing, I do it. I do the job. They pay me for just for a paycheck because I do not want to climb the company. Or I do not want to climb in the company. Um, Mouse says, work to rule is what it's called. I will do the things I'm hired to do because extra has proven not to be an effective way to rank up. Mm. No, it's not. Because if you do the job of three people, why the hell are they going to promote you? Because they now got to get three people to replace your ass. And that is a sad, sad fact. I mean, yeah. Because I think I told you that so that's something I had recently been through is I accepted the job as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And then when the cook had quit and none of the women there know how to cook, they don't know how to use any of the machinery, which like most of them have kids or grandkids. How do you go all this time and not know how to cook? Anyway, <laughs> that, was, that was something that they were, they were like very desperate about. And I was like, you know what? I'll step up. I'll take one for the team. I'll be in there until you guys can find a cook. And I agreed to, like, you know, I'll be in there, like, two weeks or so. And then a month passes. And then they're just like, oh, no, this is just going to be a new... So we're going to take you off of the teacher registration and put you as a cook. No. No, Mm. I'm not driving four hours a day to get here, go home, to stand around. Like, no, this would be a different thing if I was, like, 30 minutes away, but not, like, two hours in one direction. Like, that's not what I was here for. And... The wage, if the because here they're trying to be sneaky about it, is to take me off of the teacher wage to put back on the oh. wage is significantly less. And I was like, no, no blood. And Maria says, and they were, I'm sorry, finish. I'm sorry. But they were they were very surprised when I was like, this is going to be my last day. Like I don't even care. Is that quiet quitting? Like, I don't. That was just regular quitting. What is <laughs> not quiet yeah. quitting? That's what is normal. quiet? That's just regular quitting. Why quitting is like, well, we've, we've discussed it here in the show. When, when you're at work and you don't really do the bare minimum, you're just there checking out basically day in and day out oh. just to get the paycheck. No, I can't. I, I'm not wired like that. If I'm going to be there, I'm going to work. Oh, mm-hmm. no. By the way, Maria says, I've done the job of two to three people and it's kicked me in the ass more than once. Life lesson right here, folks. Work, work. Um, yeah. I burn myself out with zero incentive incentive to do so. Then, when I slack off because I'm sick and doing the job of a normal person, I'm ridden up for not doing my job or passed over for bonuses and promotions because they don't want to lose me in that position. Too old for those well, games. Here's, here's the other thing, too, because that was something that um, was talked about. I watched so many commentaries uh, about, like, social economic stuff. And this is years back. I don't remember who was saying it that I was watching. But one of the things is if you are doing this, bring it up to whoever is in management that, hey, I'm doing this extra work and I know that this position is open. Can I take this position? And just be assertive about like, no, this is what I'm bringing to the table and therefore it shows that I've earned this position. So don't ask me, can I go put me in this position? Yeah, I think we've been wired, especially with uh, how we're brought up in school, is that you don't bring it up and that you have to let your work speak for itself. Well, sometimes, like, it just doesn't. 
Okay. And you have to bring it up. As a writer, you and I both know, just going, I write, I do good. It's not enough. You gotta pimp yourself. You gotta sell yourself. You've gotta tell people I'm great because there's somebody that's doing half the job or less that you're doing who does pimp themselves and they get the promotion and you're like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yes, Susan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Susan's just my default name for like blaming something on someone. But every Susan I've ever met in real life is an absolute sweetheart. My mother's name was Sue. But she was a bitch, so it's okay. So anyhow, um, no, she actually, she worked hard too. She really did. Um, mm -hmm. So castles, would you want to live in a castle? Mm -hmm. And... Oh, wait. I would. <laughs> I'm already living without AC and heating, so let's just make it bigger, and I can really, like, hone in all this discount Disney princess power. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> just, like, accumulate more, so would more you wanna to live the dream. Buy a castle that's already made, or would you want to build your own? So it has modern stuff in it, but it could fall back to a... Older time. You know what? I think I would want to be an absolute troll of a person. Here's what I would do. If money was no object, here's what I would do. Mm -hmm. I would start building a castle where it has all the renovations, everything from it, but make it look so that it doesn't and just watch as I have guests come over trying to figure out how to do things <laughs> and not realize, oh, I just pulled a lever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trap door, not that lever. Not that, yeah, I was going to say, not that lever. How do you get to the bathroom? You pull this book, it's silly. <laughs> and then it's secret door in the lavatory. It's so obvious. That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Like a game show. People can pay you to come there and try to find the bathroom. <laughs> no, someone's just going to squat in the corner at that point. I've seen the human race. Most of them are... Not great. <laughs> I like how you think. Uh, by the way, everybody's yelling, wrong lever, Kronk. <laughs> yes. It's My a... people, they understand. And uh, people say winters would suck in a castle. I'd love to live in a castle as long as I don't have to maintain it. I'm guessing if you could afford a castle, maybe you can afford to pay somebody to do the cleaning. Yeah. But like I was saying before, is I don't have heating, and it drops to like 18 degrees Fahrenheit here in winter, and I just have three fireplaces. It gets cold enough. I move everything from my bed and just go lay in front of the fireplace, just like wrapped up like a little like a little Rachel Rito. Aww. And then usually like I have like a dog with me or something. It used to be I had my Great Dane with me because she would get really cold. And I'm like, oh, come in. So yeah, someone now has to take her place come this winter and i'm not pleased with the candidacy because they're all kind of dorky so here comes the peacock running in the house <laughs> no but here's the thing for for being the dumbest animals on my farm are the peacocks just hands down the stupidest animals i don't know how they exist in the wild i had one peacock and his name was prince harry because he had a beautiful tail and all the girls wanted him they had choices between him and two other males. They always kind of flocked to him. So, he, he discovered... 
because he discovered that at night when the sun was going down that the chimney would get warm because he didn't uh, understand i'm lighting a fire and that's what's making it warm but he understood that hey the sun goes down it's getting cold go to this chimney and just cuddle up to it and he encouraged all of his girls his entire harem would be there with him uh there had come a time i had severe tonsillitis and i just wasn't going to light a fire i was like i'm just gonna like curl up because i just don't want to blow it in and start a fire it's just it hurts right this fool this rainbow fool of a bird i hear I'm like what the hell is that noise coming from i go outside i see him he's got his head stuck down the chimney calling for fire (laughs) not as dumb as you might think i guess i need to make a fire because prince harry and his entire harem are sticking their heads in asking for fire. why don't you just get a bellows why don't you just get a thing to do the blowing a bellow yeah i don't know this is like when i first moved up here okay it's like by the way mouse has volunteered to come to your place and cuddle with you it's uh, and I'm pretty sure I saw Ed's eyes light up too, <laughs> and Andrea's, and I'm wearing glasses. You can't see shit of what lights up here. <laughs> this cuddle <Lights> party, <laughs> cuddle pile. That's right. That's right. It's a. Uh, so if you built your own castle, which by the way, Andrew and I have discussed building our own castle many times because I'm, I'm big on it. You know, if the world goes to shit, you don't want windows on the first floor at all. Or if they are on the first floor, it's because you have 15 foot ceilings and they're at 12 foot up. Yeah. So and this, you have a moat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moat in Virginia, it becomes a mosquito pit. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, not if you have enough goldfish to eat mosquito larvae. That's fair. So you can put like, koi. Yeah. Koi will live under like, the ice. But then, but yeah. then the cats would koi eat goldfish. Yeah. Get like a lot of carp slot, catfish, and then you also have a food supply that way. You know, you just like go fishing in your moat and bring up a catfish. It's perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> See, this is good. This is good. This is all survival <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ed, shame she doesn't live closer. We share those coordinates with this woman. She's she's got yeah. skills. She's got some fucking skills. Uh, we've done whole shows on like zombie apocalypse and, and end of the world scenarios and what would you do? And, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess this to you though, Travis. I am a terrible fisher. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. How did my ex boyfriend? I had an ex boyfriend that he really loved fishing, and I hate fishing because I never catch anything. That does not matter what I do. I could be using the same real bait. Be like, and we're in the same boat. We're like three feet apart from each other. I will not catch anything, and everyone else will catch something. So he told me that I'm an excellent fisher, just not a great catcher. <laughs> I wow. cannot catch fish to save my life. They just will not go on my hook. They've eaten my bait. I don't know how, but they will take the entire bait. And I'll reel it up like, what happened? Porque? Que tu brute? <laughs> <laughs> All your catfish are named Brute. Yeah. <laughs> and Maria says, okay, I'll go with the castle. If there's a library like from Beauty and the Beast and one of the books makes a bookcase okay. flip around for a secret room. Duh. Yeah. This I is mean, all. Can you call it a castle without a grand library with at least one secret bookcase that leads you to a secret room? 
Andrew and I have it all planned out. If we if we ever build our own house and that kind of money is available, when we build our own house, there will be multiple <laughs> secret passages and rooms and stuff like this. And have yeah. you ever seen Clue? I want a house like Clue. Great movie. That's the type of castle I want. I want a Japanese ninja castle. Yeah, with secret what? passages. Oh, like a like a little pagoda style. Yeah, you talk about appropriating culture. You know, when when I was young, I got into the whole Japanese thing. My parents, they they were. Yeah, but I don't think that's appropriation. I think that's appreciation. I love this thing so much. I've used all my money to just embody and appreciate it. So what other things? Uh, Flushing toilet with bidets. But also a hand pump well for when the power goes out, including a hand pump well in the kitchen. Because solar, power, hmm? solar panels. Yeah. Yeah. So like that a courtyard. That's not where I'm at right now is what was it? Was it last year, year before? I think it had to be year before because um, I was halfway housing for someone that they wanted to get back on their feet. Um, but there was a big enough storm, and usually here in my canyon, my canyon. So bold. We don't get a lot of wind, but there was enough wind that it knocked over a tree and it fell onto the house. Oh. Which I didn't realize that a tree fell on my house. I'm like, what the hell was that sound? That's not an earthquake. I was news when that happens. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Go on. But it fell off, and then like a few a few hours later, the power had to be turned off for safety. And I was off for five days. And I was just like, I'm like, my brain is better than everybody's because I've got fireplaces. I hoarded all these candles. I have lanterns somewhere. So my house is lit and fire is everywhere. So it's nice and warm and cozy. And because my well tank is up higher than where my house is, it's just gravity fed. Nice. Smart. And I was like, my brain is better than everybody's. Right Everyone freaking out. The only thing I gotta worry is, are my freezers gonna thaw out, and do I have to throw out all that lamb because that's gonna suck? <laughs> so you had a protein gorge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you best believe I used the, um, I used the gas grill that I have, because um, it was like every few years I get my dad a brand new propane grill, just as his toy for Father's Day. And this is one of his older ones that I was like, oh, you know, I'll keep it, you know, just in case. And then just in case happened, I'm like, I'm just making my tea right here. And then I'm going to like prep all this and make a nice little stew later on. Just back to basics all the way. Okay. Couple comments from chat. Um, first of all, Maria says, sounds like you fish like my dad. Then says, good thinking about the power going out. Mouse points out solar panels can break, which if we're in an end-of-the-world scenario, yeah, you don't get to replace those things. And Maria says, fuck it. If you have the money to build a castle, you probably have the money for a windmill to generate power. And uh, Mouse wants to know, so when did the tree get fixed? Oh, the tree's not fixed. I chopped it all up because, like, the roots and all fell off. But it's off. still, it, it's not on your house yeah. anymore. Oh, no. No, I, uh... I called up the boys from U-Turn for Christ after everything had settled down. And U-Turn for Christ is something, um, it's a rehab facility uh, in the local area. And we've volunteered with them a lot. And we've done a lot of exchanges with them. And I called up, I'm like, hey, 
Maui, Maui, Maui. I need help. I need help. It's like. So did you call a bunch of guys to cut up the tree and you gave them the lamb that might have gone bad? Uh, I called up a bunch of guys to cut up a tree because I just didn't have the equipment. Like, mm. I just don't have a chainsaw. I've got an axe for, like, actually just, like, chopping up firewood, but I don't have a chainsaw. Right. So. <laughs> Same, by the way. That's something on my Christmas list. Yeah, it was fun when I was clearing out part of the woods that is kind of growing towards the house, all the smaller things about as thick as my arm. And yeah, I'm doing it with a handsaw. We once hired a guy to come like with his chainsaw and he was here for an hour and then quit because he's like, oh, it's too hot. I'm like, you're drinking beer while cutting trees in the summer, <laughs> dumbass. But, but then no, it, the th usual exchange um, is that it's their chance to just leave the facility and just be away for a little while. It's a nice little break for them. So only the guys on good behavior get to come out if ever I need something done. And I just need like like 10 guys to do something. Did, he sent six, but so. Did, did you stand out there in a tank top with iced tea? Because that's well worth the price. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but I do make like homemade, like home cooked meals and like I'll make like something nice and refreshing like as the drink. And that's the reward is that they get to leave. They get to like, just feel like a normal person doing a normal job. And then they're treated to a home cooked meal. They're treated to hospitality. I'll make them sit outside. They get to come inside at the dinner table. We say grace, just Shit. a wholesome family feeling. See, I'm not even in their situation. I would show up for that. <laughs> so, I'm so I thought Rachel was gonna say, "Oh, the tree fell," so I just went and picked it up like this. And it over. <laughs> no, but that's why I enjoy the Highland Games. Is that you just have a bunch of strappy Scottish lads just chucking trees for seemingly no reason. It's mm. fantastic. Ten out of ten recommend. Mouse says she you would like show up for that too. She <laughs> likes men and kills. All right, all right. Gotta write that down. Yeah, and Maria loves the Highland Games. Um, okay, Let, let's bring in Castle Doctrine here. Ed, do you want to define Castle Doctrine real quick, and we'll throw that into the mix here? Oh, uh, sure. What the hell? Why not? Castle Doctrine is some states, it's like 35 states have Castle Doctrine, and it's not really consistent across the board of those 35 states, but it basically means if someone breaks into your home, um, you can defend yourself from whatever means necessary up to include, uh, taking their life. No. Um, when you're done it, I've got some stuff. Sorry. Go on. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. There have been cases in the U S I don't know what state where people have broken into a home where the people aren't even home. They fall, injure themselves and then sue the homeowner and, and win. Oh my God. Yeah. So, ladies, what are your thoughts on this? Andrea, you want to throw your two cents in? I don't understand how they won. No, with do you think you should be able to defend your home, including to the point of killing a person if they break into your home and you yeah, feel like you're in danger? To protect my family. Your cats. And me. Yeah. By the way, she makes a nice cluster. 
at the range. Just saying. <laughs> that was a warning if I ever heard one. Mm-hmm. And when I went out with Ed to the range, Ed's like, do you have a problem with people's heads? When we pulled the target back up. So, yeah. Rachel, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm from a... I wouldn't say third world country. That is a running joke. That's a third world country. But I'm from outside the U.S. And there's a lot of virgin jungle that surrounds a lot of homes. We don't have castle doctrine. That's just what you do. Someone has come. They've made the effort to cross over jungle to get to you. That's not good intention. Um, I think off air, I accidentally traumatized. It is like my go-to story for, you know, younger me. Oh, no. We, I, we were on That was on air. You yeah. story. We were on air with that? Yes. Oh, shoot. You could tell it again so, if you're okay with it. And by the way, I have not yeah, published so, that, so if you want that not in... I can clip it. No, you can you can go okay. ahead if you're okay with it. Absolutely. Like, like I've I've accidentally traumatized my friends with these stories that I'm like, ah, oh, it's it's mostly benign. Like the time I accidentally ripped off my own face. Well, that's that. a story we haven't heard. But but back to this back to this back to this is that that's sort of a given. Um, especially when you are in a country where. There's not much urbanization. It's not this collective population concentrated to one spot. A lot of your population is very rural, very spread. Mm-hmm. Is There's not a lot of talk of things like castle doctrine or gun control because you sort of have that as a great equalizer of there is danger and this is how I will protect myself. Um, especially because of a lot of these places, especially um, like in Belize, for example. You know... Um, just people that are there. You could have your leopard, your jaguar, your freaking ant eater. Yes, they will just kill you because they just do not care. Nice have, to know. They have a come at me broke stance for a reason. Okay. So. Noted. On my next vacation. <laughs> Couple comments, if I may. Maria says, I feel like it should be on case-by-case basis. But if someone is breaking into a home to rob or do worse do what you need to mm-hmm. do what you need to and protect yourself and the family mouse says if you're breaking a law and you get hurt you're not allowed to sue in my opinion i also yeah, think there's mm-hmm. more to the definition of castle doctrine than what was mentioned but i don't feel like describing all there is mouse there's absolutely it, right. there is much much more it the thing is, it's, it's kind of like what Maria said. It is a case-by-case basis. You just can't say 35 states have castle doctrine because it, it it's not exactly the same in each and every state. I mean, some states, you have to prove that the individual had bad intentions when they came into your home. Other states, not quite so much. Someone's broken into your home. They shouldn't be there. Um, you do whatever you feel is necessary. Virginia has castle doctrine. Um, however, in Virginia, you have to show where you felt your life was threatened uh, when you decided to act against this individual. And in, in the state of our country today, I think that will be very, very tough in a court of law if Someone broke into your home and you just shot them because guns are such taboo right now today in our country. 
Bree asks, why do only a select number of states have this law versus other states without it? I think Ed just stated it. He just gave the reason. It's <clears throat> But my thought is, if somebody breaks into my home for whatever reason, I'm not at the top of the list of their... Okay, Mouse points out there's also a quote. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Duty to retreat in some areas. You want to go yeah. into that, Ed, a little? Yeah, yeah. There's 15 states that have what's called a duty to retreat, and and in 11 of those states, it doesn't even matter if it's in your home. They have what they call a duty to retreat. If you can reasonably get away, you're supposed to get away rather than attempt to defend yourself in any way even non-lethal force you're supposed to get away rather than try to try to defend yourself yeah but that also comes to the vagueness of the word reasonably because what is reasonably in the court of law they're going to fight that out yep yeah i think i would make bad choices and i would say i felt my life was threatened i did what i had to do and uh I'd like to think that first shot would be enough. Whether it hits or misses, if it hits, it's done. If it misses, they're leaving. Because, uh, I don't know, how many people break into houses with a weapon? Go ahead, Ed. Um, I'd like to address Mouse's next question. Shooting to kill should not be your first choice. When you point a firearm at someone and pull the trigger, you are shooting to kill. Right. That is it. There, there is nothing else there. You are shooting to kill. Yeah. And also, Maria says, if someone comes into home to do harm but doesn't have a weapon, I don't feel like murder should be your first choice, but that's up to the courts. Yeah. If it's dark, because a lot of people don't break in in daylight, yeah. how do you... Hey, you got a weapon? Hey, you got a weapon? Yeah. What what do you say, Rachel? They're not going. I was like, how, how are you going to discern whether or not they are armed, especially in a moment of panic? Mm -hmm. When you are in a state of fight or flight, you don't make rational decisions. You right. make a what is my immediate to self-preserve decision. So, I mean, it's a lot easier for us that when we're not in uh, in yeah. that moment and in that mind state, in that fearfulness. That we can mm -hmm. say, oh, we could have done this, we could have done that. It should have been like this. It should have been like that. You do not know how you will react until that moment comes. Yeah. I like. I don't know how I'm going to react when I go up against a bobcat until it comes, and that happens like every other month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's uh. It's a moment of panic. And, and I, I like to say, you know, oh, I'm going to be logical because I've been in. Not that situation, but situations where I keep my cool and head, but I can't speak to that situation since it hasn't happened. Um, and maybe I would grab the baseball bat or billy club that I keep next to the bed. Maybe I would keep the knife, you know, draw the knife. But more than likely, I would go for the ultimate circumstance and deal with the circum, you know, the repercussions later. It, it's it's a tough choice. Um, hold on, I'm going to read Maria's comment. I'm trying to put myself in the situation. I'm picturing it. It's dark. I wake up to the kid screaming. That's, that's her sister, who's 17. Ignoring I have a dog for a second, because really, I've heard about this dog. This dog is probably hiding. 
and someone is strangling or harming her. Do I grab a knife and start stabbing? Yes. Without a thought, yes. Bree says, I'd like to think I could handle myself, but my anxiety spikes fast, so it's doubtful. And Mouse, who has military training, by the way, says, I more or less, unfortunately, have a good idea what I do in those kinds of situations. It's not an easy choice. And no. when you're in the situation, you react, not choose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say that too, is that when you're, when you're in that state of just your anxiety is shot, your fear is at its peak and you, you don't feel like you have a choice. Your choice is survive or not. And you, it's very often that you don't feel like you have a choice in that matter because the danger is right there. It's within arm's reach. So let's flip this around and go full circle. If you're able to take him out without killing him or shooting him or whatever, do you offer him some pumpkin spice stuff while you're waiting for the cops <laughs> to arrive? Sure, because if that shit doesn't kill you, kill you nothing else. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Where I'm at, I'm like 30 minutes from... The, the edge of the city. It once took a police to come out after I called 911 for assault. That someone had like chased me down, smacked me around. It took a day and a half for them to get there. So that's that's why it happens. Woman alone. I'm not gonna fall victim to that. That's right. No, that's not gonna. That's not my destiny. Yeah. Are 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 you really opening so, up other options that can happen at that point? I don't want to. So, yep. And Maria says, on the flip side, if I was the only one home, my first, th first thought wouldn't be to attack back, but to submit and try to hide. Um, and Mao says, here, you broke into my house, so you will eat all my pumpkin spice as punishment. And Maria adds pumpkin spice coffee with some aqua tofana. What the hell is aqua tofana? I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, at, that, at that point, is like... You smack them with the baseball bat or whatever, and then you're offering them pumpkin. Like, is that also torture? Like, you're going <laughs> to like it. It's going to work like, against you in the court of law. <laughs> so you fed them chemically induced uh, pumpkin goods. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, my God, says Maria. We do not have time for aqua tofana here, but I will send you the video if you don't want to watch it, Andrea will probably like it. I do have zip strips that can be used for restraint, but they're in a totally separate room. I do not keep them next to the weapons. I never even thought to put zip strips next to the weapons. But now I'm considering, is that something I should do for my legal safety? The little teeny ones? No, I have big ones too. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, hello, Joe. Maria doesn't have weapons. So, let's wrap this extended pumpkin spice live in a castle, castle doctrine, hot topic, and Spencer's topic up. Hold on, wait. Did we talk at all about hot topic and Spencer's? We, we started with that. We started, we started with that. that. With, the, with the porn stuff. And uh, Maria says, well, I got... that's the sex toys, you know, the zip strips. There we go. It's I could I could pull out my floggers and leather manacles that I've made. How about that? Um, now they get to you know. You can't hold those. They're flimsy. 
no, no, these are real good leather. Um, any, <clears throat> uh, Maria says I could thwack them with my boobs until they're unconscious or happy and subdued and sleeping. Maria, just saying it could go either way. Whatever works. Uh, Mouse says I will render them unable to hurt me and then I will do my damnedest to make sure they don't take additional damage. Joe is just miss, uh, disappointed he missed the porn. Um, <laughs> King Tober. Didn't know until today there's a King Tober. Wait, there's a King Tober? King Tober? What's that? There's a what? King Tober. So kind of like NaNoWriMo, but for Kingsters. Um, uh, Mouse says, I also has German Shepherd. I have sign. No one going to come in here and not get munched. Inktober, yeah, Inktober, kinky art. Oh, like Inktober, but kinky uh, art. I was gonna think if you were going to say kink for any kind of month, it'd be like kinkuary, <laughs> like for February. <laughs> okay, closing thoughts on this, uh, Rachel. All the things that we discussed. Any closing thoughts? All the things. Uh, castles are cool. Spencer's is weird. Uh, castle doctrine is shaking ground for Western culture, I guess. I don't know. Ed? Uh, go to Spencer's, get your porn, move into your castle, have fun with your porn, and defend it with your life. Andrea? Conquest wife, you can keep it. I'm going to do the closing toast here. At the pumpkins. Here's to autumn. Enjoy what you enjoy. Stay safe and surround yourself with the people that make every season a little bit better than every other day. Oh, we have a question. Defend the porn of the castle. Maria says, why can't it be both? Oh. Uh, what, Ed? Oh, good both. porn is hard to come by. And uh, Maria's closing thoughts is pumpkin spices. Man, castles are cool. And if the moat doesn't work, defend what you need to, how you need to. Have a great one, guys. We'll see you next episode.